This is textbook entrapment where where the police are basically telling people to do something, people obey them, and then they arrest them for doing what the police told them to do. That's textbook entrapment. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report. That was Jeff Dornick. And in this one, we talk about the treachery, tyranny, and treason from within. You know our country is being brought down on purpose. We also expose Disney's Democratic political operative, Bob Iger, and Disney. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked, and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe, and adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. It's insurance, and right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGT Report here. Hey guys, I'm very glad to have back on the line Jeff Dornick from The Jeff Dornick Show. He's working on a new social media platform called Pickaxe. Perhaps we'll talk a little bit about that. This is his website today. You can see fentanyl is the red dragon's venom. And why is fentanyl being allowed to stream over the border along with all of those children, 85,000 children under Biden's watch that are now missing why? Because they've been trafficked. Ladies and gentlemen, what is it going to take for this country to wake up and start marching in the streets against this total tyranny? Jeff, welcome back. How are you, man? Thank you. Been looking forward to chat with you again. I always I always I thoroughly enjoy our conversation, so I'm glad we could do this again. Well, I appreciate you coming back on and uh, just a little house cleaning here. Before we hit record, I let you know that my insurance company of 30 years, American Family, just dropped us because we have a couple of teenagers who've been in a few fender benders and one too many speeding tickets. 30 years, Jeff, and they've dropped us. So I really empathize with those folks who live in California and some in Florida, frankly, because of the hurricanes that are finding out they're getting letters from insurance companies that say, no more insurance for you, surf, because dot, 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 hurricanes, because dot, 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 wildfires, because dot, 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 God forbid you make a claim. I got to tell you, Jeff, this country, we're losing it. We're losing it overnight. It's just all going away. I think in part we can thank Joseph Robinette Biden. What say you? I I wouldn't say in part. I would say uh, not quite exclusively, but I would say pretty, pretty close to it. Because when you you think about it, especially when it comes to like insurance and, and all of that, those industries are so regulated and and they've been actually forced to to push their pricing down uh, so much, even though prices are insane. It's insanely out of control, but their profit margins, they're they're only allowed to have such and such of profit margins and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and what's interesting is that, you know, it's like so our government gets in, we start regulating these different industries. We, they, they, you know, in, in, in the name of defending the American people and keeping price down and all that, which all it does is it actually increases prices because you're adding more regulation, more bureaucracy, more red tape and all that. 
And then it makes it to where when if somebody gets in a car accident or somebody has to go to the emergency room or somebody has, uh, you know, a different different kinds of health condition or whatever kind of insurance you're talking about. And that ends up costing them money. All of a sudden, they're like, well, we can't afford this because we have no leverage. We didn't plan for this as as a company. And so then they start dropping people. And so it's it's it to me, it, it it's true evidence of when you have the government involved with something, they always make it worse. And I think that, you know, in your in your experience, you you, you are getting the brunt of it. And again, I, I put the vast majority of the blame at the feet of our overbearing, extremely over large government. Yeah, it's out of control. And uh, thank God I'm not forced to get Obamacare. But uh, I suppose that's a day that could come in the future as well. So I've got an 850 credit score, been loyal for 30 years to this one insurance company. And now we're told as of February 1st, we won't have any homeowner's insurance, nor will any of our cars be covered. It's absolutely insane, man. And speaking of insurance, let me play this soundbite for you all, because one does really wonder where are the insurance companies on this issue? 40% all-cause mortality rising since the rollout of the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. I want you all to hear this testimony from Dr. Robert Young, his witness testimony at the ITNJ Judicial Commission of Inquiry into Weaponization of the Biosphere. Guys, let's just play half of this because this is the sad reality of what humanity faces at the hands of people like Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, Albert Borlas Pfizer in the FDA. So what I'm learning from you, Dr. Young, is that a quadrillion dollar enterprise um, is at work amongst us, decimating, culling the human family. Intentionally. Intentionally, using synthetic molecules, which by design are, are cancer, AIDS, all of the it's, above uh, men for the, could dream up. Yeah, so for the purpose of sterilization and, and population control, there's too many people on the planet we need to get rid of. In the words of Bill Gates, at least 3 billion people need to die. So we'll just start off in Africa, We'll start doing our research there and we'll eliminate, eliminate most, most of the Africans because they're deplorable. They're worthless. They're not part of this world economy. So they have their rights taken away and they're suppressed and they're experimented. So, you know, Jeff, I'm glad I played that clip and I'm glad I started with this information about we being dropped from our insurance company because I think I've just figured it out. Based on this book I have right next to me here from Edward Dowd, died suddenly. I'm starting to wonder if these insurance companies, because they have to pay out so many death benefits over the past few years, now they've got to call back on other areas of coverage, like homeowners like me. Got to save the money because they'll never admit that they're paying out 40% higher death benefits, right? 40% more than they have in the past because of a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. They won't address that, but they'll drop my insurance. So I guess this is the uh, new totalitarian state in which we live. Welcome to America, Jeff. No, yeah, exa exactly. And and again, this is this is this is standard, you know, business. You know, unfortunately, so this 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 would be what we call like crony capitalism or uh, or fascism, where you have where you have these public private partnerships and the government, you know, actively involved with within the economy. Like th this is this is kind of the problem. And then and then you've got our government involved in an unveiling and rolling out this this bioweapon, which is both COVID and the vaccine. 
uh, or I was put in quotes, uh, the quote unquote vaccine. Um, you know, it, it's in, I just posted an article on my website the other day where we we're talking about how there there's a U.S. Uh, you know lab that's that was tied to the development of COVID-19 before the pandemic even came out. I mean, we all know that we've been actively involved with Wuhan, but also here on U.S. soil, we've, we've been involved with all this kind of stuff, too. So this this is this is one of those things where every single time our government gets involved with something, anything, any kind of industry, anything to do with our lives outside of their constitutional bounds, anytime they get involved, they make our life worse. At what point are we as the American people going to wake up and say, enough is enough, enough is enough. We're not going to tolerate this anymore. You guys are screwing quite literally everything up. It just begs the question, man, do we have a constitution at all anymore? Look, I know and I believe that Washington, D.C. is a corporate government, okay? It's not our government. It's not the people's government. It was long ago hijacked, certainly in the 2020 election, but let's be honest. Has this been our government since what, 1913? Is this even our government at all? And do we have a constitution? I'm asking you kind of tongue in cheek because I know we still have a constitution, but it's not being abided by by these demon rats and these rhinos in Washington, D.C., the corporate government. They don't give two you know what's about our constitution, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, and we, and also too, you know, like I, again, before before I started doing all this, you know, politics and commentary and all that kind of stuff, I, you know, I I was doing a lot of stuff within the the evangelical church, Christianity, you know, exposing all that all that kind of stuff and a lot of the heresy and just horrible, horrible, you know, false teachers and stuff that that are that are within uh, the evangelical movement. And one one of the interesting things is that you know I, I was I would ask the exact same question about about the Bible about about God's word. Do we even have a Bible anymore if all these pastors are going around just on a whim, making up all these random prophecies that have nothing to do and contradict with what the Bible says? It's like the Bible is God's word. That is supposed to be our foundation for everything to do with our life in the same way that the United States Constitution is the foundation for this nation that is supposed to be the law that is restricting the government. That's the thing that we have to remember. The United States Constitution is the law for the government, and then the government then passes laws for us. But those laws that they pass for us have to reflect and fit within the confines and the parameters that's laid out for us in the in the United States Constitution. And what what they've done is that everybody gives lip service. Oh yeah, we're we're the constitutional party. We're going to defend the United States Constitution. We're all for free speech. We're all for all of this. Until it comes to passing particular laws to push our particular narratives, both Democrats and Republicans, both progressives and supposed conservatives do this. And that that is the problem that we have right now is that in practice, we do not have a constitution unless people actually adhere to it, unless our government actually adheres to it. If our government was actually adhering to it, the federal government would be much smaller. We'd be less involved in all of these things, the CDC, the FDA, the FBI, the CIA, the EPA. You could just go down the list of every single bureaucracy, the Department of Education. They would all be eliminated and pushed back to the states. But instead, we've got this overbearing government that gets involved with everything. These agencies that are completely unconstitutional are making laws and regulations that they are punishing American people for violating that they don't have the constitutional authority to actually enforce. This is the problem, and this is where we need to start paying attention to which, ele which politicians, which candidates 
will actually rein in the out-of-control government. And I'm telling you, there's very few, if any, that are actually running right now. A lot of the good guys do not get in this game because they understand how corrupt the swamp is. But we need to start figuring out how do we, as true principled constitutionalists, build an infrastructure to be able to get the right candidates in office to take on the establishment, to take on the swamp and these people that completely ignore the United States Constitution. Couldn't agree with you more. And in that last GOP debate, it was Vivek who called out the deep state, right? I'll give him credit for that. And he said, Donald Trump is right. He's fighting against the deep state. And he was essentially addressing those in that GOP debate who are part of the deep state. I mean, let's be honest. Nikki Haley, give me a break. Have you ever met a bigger Zionist? Um, How about Chris Christie? What is that fat guy even doing on the stage? Are you kidding me? You think he stands for we the people in the Constitution? He's almost as bad as Kathy Hochul. Not quite, but almost. So, I mean, what are we up against here? How do we turn this thing around? Because it is the deep state. You mentioned throwing it back to the states. Well, what did they not do on election night, January 6th? They didn't throw it back to the states. They just certified a totally fraudulent election. And the people were in Washington, D.C., not for an insurrection, but for a redress of grievances to just have a conversation. Look, we know the election was stolen. What are you all going to do about it? The answer was nothing. You know what's worse than that? Not only did they do nothing, they certified a fraudulent election. They put in a puppet. Now we have a banana republic and all of those folks that showed up in Washington, D.C. for a redress of grievances. Well, a whole bunch of them are now in jail or facing jail or already in jail for 20, 30 years. I mean, look at Stuart Rhodes. That poor guy is going to be sitting in prison for 20 years. There's some people in prison longer than 20 years. Meanwhile, Joseph Biden. All levels of treason. Don't worry about it. Borders wide open, making deals with China, taking payola, taking bribes from Russia. Don't worry about it. The mainstream media has got your back, Joe. Yep. Well, I mean, I I remember like if you go back to my uh, to my old website, the uh, gatekeepersonline.com, I, I posted an article on January 6th talking about how the police were ushering people in. It, like literally there was video footage that came out that day showing police officers opening up barriers and waving people into the Capitol. And I remember thinking, that's kind of weird. If they're already trying to position this as a violent insurrection, why would the police open up the doors and just wave people, wave people on in? Like, you know, and this is this is where Vivek was actually brilliant when he was when he was uh, he was giving an interview to CNN, I believe it was after the after the debate. They were talking about January 6th and all that. He's like, this is textbook entrapment. Where, where the police are basically telling people to do something, people obey them, and then they arrest them for doing what the police told them to do. That's textbook entrapment. And, you know, just like Vivek said, you know, exact same thing like with what happened with, with those guys that, uh, that that went to supposedly kidnap Governor, Governor Whitmer when 13 out of the 15 guys were actually FBI informants and working for the FBI. That was entrapment. And those two guys ended up ended up getting off like that. That is that that's what we have to understand about this, about what happened on January 6th. That's textbook entrapment where they're instigating instigating the crowds. I remember. On January 6th, I was doing a live stream and I had a bunch of people calling in that were at, that were actively there. I did it on both January 5th and January 6th. I, I, I had one guy, uh, a good friend of mine, Chad Caton. He's out in South Carolina now. Uh, he he was he was present in D.C., nowhere near the Capitol building. But he was going around. He's like he's a former military guy. And he's like, this feels like a military operation. This was the night of January 5th. He's like, I have a bad feeling about this because he's like, I'm seeing unmarked buses personally on video unmarked buses without license plate coming in dropping off people those guys are going immediately over to to the to these vendors that are selling maga gear buying maga gear putting this on and he's like on january 5th they were going around and poking fights 
at different groups of people and running, hitting somebody on the back of the head and running, you know, different things like that. He's like, this feels like we're overseas in a military operation. And then January 6th happened. It all makes perfect sense. This was a Fed surrection. This was not an actual legitimate insurrection. But then again, you and I and everybody watching this knows this, but we have to figure out how do we get the rest of America to wake up to this? How do we get the rest of the of America to realize this? And that's that's where it comes down to each and every one of us to have these difficult conversations with people that we disagree with in hopes that we can get them to rethink their positions and come over to realize the truth because the truth is on our side. It's just a matter of getting more people to actually understand it. Well, and here's the thing. My wife and I were just talking about this last night for a variety of reasons. I won't even bring up the particular subject. It had to do with a hijacking, a carjacking, and a murder of a man, an innocent man, and these two young black people that uh, hijacked this car. Uh, they're being defended by the prosecuting attorney saying we shouldn't be putting people in prison for. I mean, it's a big thing, right? You can murder people now. And then depending on the AG or the prosecuting attorney, you may not do jail time. I mean, here's the problem. There is no more equal application of justice under the law. OK, we don't have equality. See, the demon creatures love to talk about equality, meaning give up your rights to walk into a bathroom that says women on it. And there might be a dude in there pretending to be a woman. So have your daughter give up her rights walking into that bathroom, right? Okay. No equal application of the law. It's a double standard at every turn, including textbook entrapment on January 6th. Let me show you this. January 6th. You want to talk about a double standard. Absolute gaslighting. Alexandra Pelosi was there shooting everything, and she made a documentary out of it, which is now airing on HBO. Can you please explain that to me? Because I don't understand how we're supposed to take this country back when everything's so crooked. Absolutely everything. Soros has infiltrated. He's just turned this country upside down. No more equal application of justice under the law. How in the world are we Americans if there is no more justice in this country? I mean, I guess it's a rhetorical question. I'm an American. You're an American. But we've lost our country, or at least we're very damn close to losing our country, Jeff. Yeah, no, we, we we are, but but also part part of the problem is that we're not focused enough on, on our state officials and and our state officials and our you know whether you're talking the attorney general, especially the attorney generals, but governors, uh, you know, secretaries of state, sheriffs, like we're not focusing on them enough and holding them accountable. They should be the people that are standing in the gap and pushing back against this tyrannical, out of control federal federal government. It should be people like Ron DeSantis. It should be people like like the attorney generals in different in different places. I'm not, I'm not saying Ron DeSantis is doing this. I'm saying he should do this. Is actually he's taking a stand against the federal government and saying enough is enough. You are not doing this to the citizens of, of my state. You're not going to arrest these people. We will not allow it. We will fight you tooth and nail to make sure that you don't weaponize your government against our citizens. We need pushback. And that that's where we are missing. We've got a bunch of a bunch of pansies that are in our state leaderships as well. And why are they a bunch of pansies? Because they know they're getting federal dollars that are, it's basically bribery in order to go along with whatever the federal government's narrative is. We need states to start rejecting federal money because that's just bribery and blackmail. Start rejecting the federal money and holding the federal government accountable for their out of control tyranny and authoritarianism and weaponization of the government. But 
it's going to take somebody with a spine. You know, if, if Ron DeSantis wants to show us that he's ready to be president of the United States, take on the federal government. But you're not doing that because you're a pansy. And that's the problem that we have right now. A lot of people talk a really tough game. But when push comes to shove, you are still going to take the almighty dollar. Ron DeSantis out in Florida took federal dollars in order to push vaccines. He passed regulations in the state uh, protecting hospitals only if they followed the CDC guidelines for treating COVID-19. He's somebody that he'll talk a big game, but he's not going to actually push back against the federal government in the ways that he should. And the exact same thing goes for the rest of the Republican governors. There's very few, if any, that are willing to do what it takes in order to hold the federal government accountable for violating the constitutional rights of the citizens of these individual states. That's a problem. And we've got to stop tolerating that. Well, I agree with you, and I think you're 100% right about these Republican governors. This from Greg Abbott. Okay, happening now, Texas is doing Biden's job and building their own border wall to help stop the southern border crisis. Well, that's fine and dandy, and that's great for optics. But where are the National Guard troops shoring up that southern border right now in Texas? Because let me scroll down and show you this. Well-dressed and carrying sophisticated electronic equipment, Chinese immigrants, all young males, wait to be let in to the U.S. border in Texas. Jeff, are you kidding me? If these men were wearing Chinese uniforms and carrying AR-15s, it could only be that that would allow us to see how clearly this is an invasion. But evidently, the American people, you know, I'm going to take that back. The American people can recognize this is an invasion. But evidently, Greg Abbott and Joe Biden can't. It, it's 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 wild and it's crazy and we're not doing enough besides optics and that that that's my concern with a lot of these Republican governors they think it's cool to you know p- pick up pick up a bunch of illegals and ship them over to you know a, a, a quote unquote sanctuary state and I and I get the point that they're making but also at a certain point a all you're doing is pissing people off you're not actually doing anything to, to fix the problem you're just playing standard uh, you know, political games that the GOP always does. The GOP is phenomenal at being the opposition party. That's when they raise the most money. That's when they pull the most stunts is when they aren't in leadership because then they can pull these kinds of ridiculous stunts in order to fundraise off of. So really, it's just a fundraising tool. But also, OK, cool. So you send these people over to sanctuary cities and in sh- sanctuary states. Great. They're still in the United States of America. It's still harming us from a national security perspective. What are you doing? You're taking Chinese nationals, Chinese spies, and shipping them off to San Francisco? Oh, great. You're you're sending spies right here into the United States of America. You should, you should be deporting them. You should be protecting the citizens of your state. You should be protecting the citizens of the United States of America, not playing the, all of these ridiculous political games. Stop caring about your posturing. Stop caring about fundraising. Stop caring about all this crap and focus on doing your job, which is to stop and limit the federal government from from violating our constitutional rights and require that they actually secure this border and protect United States America United States of America citizens. That's your priority, not all of these ridiculous political optic games. Because either way, whether it's in Texas or it's in California or it's in New York or whatever it is. We've got Chinese spies. We've got Chinese nationals. We've got we've got we've got nationals from the Middle East. We've got terrorists coming in across the border. And what and what are we doing? We're not getting rid of these people. We're ushering them in. We're just kicking them off. We're just kicking them off to the side to another place where we don't have to deal with anymore. Friends, pardon the brief interruption. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Just when you thought it was safe, interest rates spiked and new threats have come out of nowhere. Tensions are boiling from Asia to Europe. And adapting to this turmoil is the key to safeguarding your wealth. Perhaps you've not considered gold before, but now is the time. 
it's insurance. And right now, you need some insurance. Noble Gold Investments has been protecting investors from disaster for years with precious metals. So if you're worried, it might be time to take a fresh look at gold and silver. Gold is a multi-century proven safe haven to shield your portfolio. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free three ounce silver American virtue coin with its new IRAs this month. If you open your Noble Gold Investments IRA or 401k rollover right now, you can claim your coin today. Remember, crisis brews, gold insulates. Secure yourself and your portfolio against the threats. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com right now. noblegoldinvestments.com. It's the gold company I trust. We're ushering them in. We're just kicking them off. We're just kicking them off to the side to another place where we don't have to deal with it anymore. Would you describe what we're seeing at the border as treason, as I've described it? Because to me, there's no clearer case for treason. The only reason Thomas Jefferson said this, the only reason we resort to government at all is to protect and secure our liberty. This government's doing the absolute opposite. Is that not by nature, by definition, treason? Yeah, well, and and I and I would argue that uh, the 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 government's lack of doing anything properly when it comes to the border, yes, it's treasonous. But you know what? All you know what else is also treasonous? Not protecting our constitutional rights at all whatsoever, and violating them left and right. Like like they take an oath of office to uphold and defend the United States Constitution, and they don't do that. They are they are violating the very essence of what it means to be American. Amer- that that's that's the unique thing about America. Other countries. What unifies them is is their culture, their 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 shared ancestry. You know, they all they all they all come from, let's say, the same race or the same nationality for hundreds, if not thousands, of years, and and they have this history, this lineage that, that joins them together. We don't have that here in the United States of America. What we have is, are the founding principles of this nation, which nation, which is that we are all created in the image of God. We have because of that, we have certain inalienable rights that cannot be taken away by the government because they were not given to us by the government. They're just recognized by the government and the government is charged in protecting those constitutional rights. And so we have this this common idea that is supposed to unify us, that we all have value in being individual human beings created in the image of God. And because of that, we have things like the right to self-defense. We have things like the right to free speech and to air our grievances. We have the right to peaceably assemble without restriction from the government. We have all of these rights to hold our government accountable, but instead what they're doing is they're violating that left and right. What does that mean? That means that our government is not upholding the very foundational values that makes us American. That in and of itself is treasonous on top of the fact that they are not protecting our constitutional rights by shutting down the border and actually protecting our right to life because our right to life includes the right to live, but also the right to own property, the right to have a job, the the, the right to not be robbed by, by criminals from, from other nations. Guess what? Our government is violating our rights left and right, and, and we're not doing anything about it. We can talk about it. We complain about it. But who's actually doing anything? That's what we need. We need action more than words. You know, you used a couple of words I want to call back to oath of office. They've all signed oaths of office, right? And they're committing treason. But according to my friend, Attorney Todd Callender, they haven't. There are no signed, certified, witnessed oaths of office for most of these people, Mayorkas, etc. Most of these folks in the Biden administration do not have certified, notarized, witnessed oaths of office. So maybe that's part of the problem. They don't represent us, so they never even took an oath to represent us. 
So it is treason, but it's roundabout treason because they don't work for us, Jeff. So let's talk about free speech because we talked about the fact that double standards are at every turn. Everywhere we look, we see double standards. So here's another double standard. Twitter being abandoned by the corporate media, no longer wanting to advertise on Twitter because dot, 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 too much free speech, I guess. But evidently, it's okay for Disney and Bob Iger to advertise on Facebook and Instagram where child exploitation and, and frankly, child pornography runs wild. Elon Musk asks the question, Bob Iger, do you think it's cool to advertise next to child exploitation material? You're a real stand-up guy. Uh, here's the question right here, actually. That was a statement. Here's the question. Why no advertiser boycott, Bob Iger? You are endorsing this material. You know, as somebody who's trying to develop a new social media platform called Pickaxe, I know you're very sensitive to this issue, but you do have to find the double standard appalling, don't you? Disney? I mean, talk about a company that traffics in children more than Disney. You've seen the cartoons. You've seen the slowdown animation. You've seen the penises on Minnie Mouse's dress. I mean, I'll put up some of the images. Disney has essentially been trafficking in children since its inception. But Bob Iger, he has no problem advertising on Instagram and Facebook. It's just another double standard, Jeff. No, it, it, it is it is a double standard. And and I think that we have to understand that the left and, and the woke left, especially, they are full of double standards because they don't actually have principles. They're just going with what they think people want them to do. And 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 this is the interesting thing. And I've, I've been thinking about this a lot when it when it comes to, you know, the work what corporations and Disney and, and entertainment and all that kind of stuff. Because in all reality, what's what ended up happening is, you know, since Disney started going woke, especially under Bob Chapek, after, so after after Iger stepped down, Bob Chapek, Bob Chapek took over, he took them insanely woke, right? And so during that time was when Bob Chapek went after Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, for, for the quote unquote, don't say gay bill, which is nothing of the sort. You could also say it was the don't say straight bill because it would just ban talk about sexuality altogether to little kids. So technically, I always call it the don't say straight bill. Um, but the, 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 the interesting thing about that is that Bob Chapek took it insanely woke. What ended up happening in response to that is conservatives fled Disney. They canceled Disney Plus. Stop going to the parks, stop watching their movies and all that. And we've been seeing their stocks tank. We've been seeing, you know, you know, so many, so many movies completely bomb, which Elon Musk also also brilliantly made fun of. Uh, and I think Babylon B did too. That, you know, I think Babylon B ran an article uh that uh that Bob Iger just signed just signed a defense contract because he's produced so many bombs over the last year or something like that. Uh, but but that's all a response from conservatives fleeing. Disney and them going extremely woke. So what does Disney do? Disney's strategy is not to try to, okay, let's go back. Let's go back to where everybody perceived that we used to be, you know, middle of the ground. We stay, we stay out of politics. We stay out of the controversial stuff because we're just an entertainment, you know, venue for, for, for anybody and everybody. What they did is they started pandering to their base and their base is much more woke, much more social justice warrior, much more, much more pro-trans, pro-LGBTQ, because all the conservatives have left and and taken their ball and got, gone over here. So now Disney goes further to the left, and we see that as justification. Okay, good. I'm glad we left, which I am glad that we left. At the same time, we also have to understand that when we leave a lot, a lot of the, a lot of these, uh, you know, platforms and people and 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 companies and entities and all of that, what ends up happening is they they dig in even further to shore up their extremely woke left. And I think that that's what we're seeing right now is that they're not realizing that they can't make up the difference of all these conservatives leaving their base 
And they think that they can make it up by going harder to the left and playing to their current base, when in reality, it's the exact opposite. And they're, in my opinion, they're making a fatal, fatal mistake uh, in, in going down this path. And again, everything is hypocritical because they have no principles. They're just they're just going along with whatever their woke social justice warrior base is telling them to do because they're so ridiculously terrified of them. We can round out the conversation by talking about your new platform, Pickaxe. But let me ask you one last question. Everything we've just talked about in this conversation leaves a thinking person befuddled, right? Because how in the world, why in the world, regardless of what your political ideology is, unless you're a hardcore communist, Satanist, Marxist, and I guess that's the problem. That's what we're up against. But why in the world would these people allow our country to fall like this? Not only allow it to fall, but participate in making it happen that this country is going to fall with the open borders, the fentanyl pouring in. It's just a never ending litany of treason and tyranny. Do they not worry about their own families? Do they not worry about the future of their own progeny? This is the part that I cannot get my brain around. Yeah. Well, are you, are you, are you talking about the, the, what I always, I always refer to as like the powers that be, the people that are in charge and all that. Yeah. Demon rats and rhinos alike that are allowing this yeah. to happen. So I think that I think that they think that they are untouchable. I think there's there's an invincibility factor that that is playing into a lot of this. And, and one of the interesting things is is that I've I've explained um about about things like the Great Reset and 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 a lot of the directions that they're wanting to go with open borders and, and a more globalist society and and where it's we're centralizing power and all of that is that if the Great Reset goes into play, it will be capitalism. For the multi multi billionaires, it'll be a capitalism for the for the for the centralized, powerful few, the centralized, powerful elite. It'll be socialism and communism for the rest of us. And so I think that what what's happening is a lot of these guys think, okay, if we go down this route, open borders, centralized government, World Economic Forum, Great Reset, if we go down that route, it's going to be phenomenal for business because it will. It will be phenomenal for business for these large multinational corporations that, that are worth billions and billions of dollars because they're going to have even more power because they're going to root out all the small businesses, all the mom and pop shops, all the local businesses, and to where all we're going to have is these big corporate entities that are multinational, multi-billion, probably by then multi-trillion dollar entities, and they're going to centralize all the power both in the government and within the business world. And then it's going to be communism for the rest. So for them, I think they have this level of, of invincibility to a certain degree because they know the end game of their mission will end up giving the elite more power and more control. It's going to take away all sense of self-identity and individual responsibility and, and control and power of the individual person. They're completely inverting the United States Constitution. They're completely inverting the principles found in God's word, and that will be the natural result of it. So I think to a certain degree, that's why they're okay with it, because to a certain degree, they're going to be fine because they're a part of the elite. They're a part of that inner circle club, and, uh, and they're just going to have more power, more protection, more money, more wealth, more everything. You know, here's why they're so stupid, though, man. I mean, so myopic and so lacking in intelligence as it relates to history and bankers in 1913 and the Federal Reserve and the two bank charters, the Fed charters the Rothschilds had for two 10-year periods in the 1800s. Here's how stupid these people are that you just described. The ruling class that wants to control the whole global chessboard is exemplified by people like Linda Rothschild. 
And what you just described is classic fascism. And what is Linda Rothschild calling for, by the way, Hillary's biggest fan, Linda Rothschild? She's calling for inclusive capitalism. She's calling for more corporate government partnership, the absolute Mussolini definition of fascism. And she calls that inclusive capitalism. You know what inclusive capitalism is to the Rothschilds, Jeff? You and me got nothing and we like it. Everything we own, we'll own nothing and we'll rent everything, as Klaus Schwab has said. That's the Great Reset. And that's Linda Rothschild's idea of inclusive capitalism. I think what capital we have left, they want for themselves, Jeff. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and the thing is, is that it's not even necessarily about about capital in this in the sense of like, dollars and cents and all of that because they all know the inflation is going to go out of control they're going to tank the dollar they're, they, that's their goal at least anyway they're they're going down this path what what it, what it comes down to is resources it comes down to power and resources that's their currency their currency is not rooted in the dollar bill itself it's rooted in power and resources and so i so i think that we have to remember that when, when it comes to a lot of these kinds of conversations that it doesn't matter whether we're talking about the dollar where we're talking about gold whether we're talking about whatever kind of new currency digital currency currency that's attached to our bodies that's inside of our bodies like microsoft's patent or you know things that elon's pushing or you know what, whatever it is i think that we've got to realize that for them all they care about is power and resources, and as long as they control that, they'll they'll control the fascist state of of the world that that will become if we allow them to usher in this great reset. That's right. It is the great reset or the great awakening. Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates versus we the people, and uh, I just pray that cooler minds prevail and people wake up because. Oh, and by the way, if we uh, comply with a central bank digital currency, which is what Elizabeth Warren and Jamie Dimon want, they don't want us to have cash. They don't want us to have precious metals. They certainly don't want us to have crypto. And absolutely, positively, they do not want us to have Bitcoin. They don't want us to have anything outside of their systems of control. The only thing Elizabeth Warren and Jamie Dimon want for we the people is a central bank issued digital currency, a track and trace chip in our foreheads, if they could get away with it, Jeff. And... Uh, that is the mark of the beast. Feel free to comment on that and then tell us about your new social media platform, Pickaxe, would you? Oh yeah, for sure. No, I, I'm 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 totally with you when it, when it, when it comes to that. And I think that you know, obviously, the Book of Revelation predicts the the mark of the beast uh, is coming, and and I firmly firmly believe it's going to be coming in through the transhumanist movement. And I know you and I have talked about you know my my concerns about uh, transhumanism in the past and the demonic ties with things like quantum computing and artificial intelligence and and, and all that kind of stuff. And I think that that's where we're we're going to have to figure out a new way of moving forward into the future because. Because right now, the trajectory that everybody is going on, you know, all the big tech companies, even X and Elon Musk, the, the government, they're all going towards centralizing more power through artificial intelligence and through transhumanism. So we're going to have to kind of create our own our own industries, our own economy, our own infrastructure to be able to survive outside of the mainline mainstream uh, economy. And so that that's where it's like, even for me, I, I'm building out uh, our, our what we're calling a social content platform called Pickaxe. But really what, what I'm going to be doing with this is making this social media platform a centralized hub that we're going to be able to incorporate all different kinds of things in order to build out an infrastructure in order to make us uncancelable. And so that's really my long-term vision for, for, for building up Pickaxe. But what we're launching, we're launching, uh, basically we're starting off with a, with a straightforward social media platform. We're, we're going to be launching our beta version next month. So we're in the final phases of development. I just had a phenomenal meeting with the, with my tech team earlier today about this and they're, they're doing an amazing, amazing job. But one of the things that that I'm really, really focused on is we're gonna we're gonna protect 
all constitutionally protected free speech. So if it's not a violation of the Constitution, you're allowed to say it. Not only are you are you allowed to say it, but we're not gonna we're not gonna demote you. We're not gonna demonetize you. We're not gonna push you down in the algorithms. Like like on X, you've got freedom of speech, but not necessarily freedom of reach, which means you can say whatever you want. But that doesn't mean they have to allow anybody to say it. Which I always say is is almost the equivalent of Elon Musk setting up a stage in the middle of Times Square putting a microphone up there and speakers and saying, we're going to have a free speech event. You can get up there. You can say whatever you want. You get up there. You start talking about, about COVID vaccines, election fraud, BLM, World Economic Forum, the Great Reset. And all of a sudden he flips off the microphone. You're like, dude, I thought this was a free speech event. And he's like, it is. You can say whatever you want, but that doesn't mean I have to have the microphone on. That's what's happening on, on X. We're not going to have that kind of stuff on, on Pickaxe. So you're going to be able to say whatever it is that, that you believe is true and whatever whatever it is that you want to say, we're not going to restrict you unless it is actually a violation of the First Amendment and a violation of the Constitution. We're going to have algorithms that work on your behalf. We're not beholden to big tech at all. We're not going to be on their servers, not going to be in their app stores. I'm not playing by their rules. And then we're also going to offer monetization opportunities for content creators built into the platform. We're start, starting very simple, but we're going to branch out very, very quickly and offer all different revenue models for, for all different kinds of creators. So we're building something really, really special. Uh, people can sign up for that at pickax.com, P-I-C-K-A-X.com. And then uh, if, if you guys sign up, you guys will be able, you guys will be able to be a part of our beta launch, and we'll we'll get you guys verified. You'll be able to get verified for free because that's that's gonna be one of our ways we're rooting out all the bots and all the all that kind of stuff. So yeah, if you guys sign up for pickax.com, uh, as soon as we launch, we'll notify you guys. You, you guys can set up your profiles, and then we've got something really special here. I, I've been super impressed with it with the technology that my guys are building, and it's gonna be super slick. And I'm not looking to just be a home for all the rejects that get kicked off of social. I want to actually compete with these big tech platforms. And so I, th I think we're actually going to be able to do that. Wow. Good on you. All right. Well, I appreciate your uh, enthusiasm and your entrepreneurship to uh, take on something like this. So pickaxe, pickaxe.com, I think he said. So the Jeff yep. Dornick show, can you tell people how often you do your show and where to find it? I know I see you on Spreaker, I think Spotify. How often do you do the show? How do people find it? Yeah, so I post a new episode of the show uh, pretty much every day, uh, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific time, one o'clock Eastern. Uh, we'll typically go live. There's a couple of days when, when, when I don't just because of scheduling things. But in general, I go live every day at 10 a.m. Pacific time, one o'clock Eastern on Thursdays. And we're actually going to do the show here in about 15 or 20 minutes. I do a weekly show with Karen Kingston called In the Foxhole. Uh, that is also uh, we also do that one live as well. So if you get if you guys um, you know want to tune into that every it's typically every Thursday, uh, you know, but sometimes we'll do it on Fridays depending on schedules and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's at twelve o'clock uh, Pacific time, three o'clock Eastern on Rumble. Just go to look up Freedom First Network, which is the podcast network that I run. You guys can go subscribe to that. You guys get notified every single time that we go live and the rest of the shows go live that are on our network. And we've got a we've got a great lineup with, with Freedom First. We've got everybody from two mics with Dr. Scheuer and Colonel Mike. We got uh, right now with Ann Vandersteel. We've got my show with Karen Kingston. Teddy Daniels is on there. Matt Couch is on there. We, we got a great lineup of people. So, so definitely, definitely check that out as well at Freedom First Network. Wow, you're a busy guy. All right. Well, give my best to Karen Kingston. We've had her on the show at least once, maybe twice. And I know she's been put through the ringer. So give her our best. And uh, we appreciate your time today, Jeff. I'll leave the links below. Sounds good. I really appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. All right, we'll talk again soon. Friends, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll remind you every single day for free, as always. Check us out for free at The Antidote to Corporate Propaganda and all those Mockingbird mainstream media lies at sgtreport.com. In the meantime, may God truly bless you and yours, friends. Bye-bye. WHO calls on leaders from government and industry to work together to phase out fossil fuels urgently. 
and accelerate the transition to clean energy. This is it's it is the green gospel of the eugenicists at its finest. It's almost satirical at this point in our life to be able to watch this play out because 15, 20 years ago, people were throwing rocks at us saying, you know, you guys are a bunch of nut jobs and conspiracy theorists. And here we are living on the precipice of a time where the collective world leaders are describing a means with which to stop the world from breathing. 